Have you dreamed about opening a boutique since childhood? Maybe you have a store, but now you're ready to expand. Well, guess what? You're in exactly the place where you're meant to be. Welcome to the Boost Your Boutique podcast, hosted by Emily Benson, retail boutique consultant, best-selling author, and a motivational speaker. In this podcast, you'll learn how to manage your boutique better, have balance in your life, and learn from experts who care. So whether you've been in the business for decades or you're just getting started, it's important to get help from someone who's been there and someone who's going to coach you along the way. So head over to BoostYourBoutique.com to learn more today. And now, here's Emily. Hello, 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 and welcome back to another episode of the Boost Your Boutique podcast. It's one of our last ones of the year, and I'm excited to be here with you. I'm Emily Benson. I am the host, and if we're just meeting, hi. (laughs) I I think a lot of you guys listen a lot, so I just want to say thank you because I've been getting so many messages and notes and DMs and comments on things that... I have helped you this year in some way. And I'm so glad. Truly, my purpose is to teach you as much as I know and to keep learning so I can teach even more. And honestly, my success is your success. Your success is my success. It's it's all the same to me. And so I just wanted to say thanks because it's been a rough year. You know, I'm over here being like, it's okay. Keep your head up. Let's go. Let's go cheerleading and giving tips, giving ideas, giving tricks. I'm not in the business of being toxically positive, not recognizing that this year has been very difficult for a lot of people. And, you know, there's a lot of coaches and companies out there that are kind of acting like it's business as usual. And it's not, it's not, I think there's a healthy level of positivity and mindset work to be done this year. And I also think there is a hundred percent time and place to recognize the grief and the sadness and the tough moments that this year has brought all of us, whether it's business, family, boundaries, job, career, money, all of it, we are all going through it. And, you know, I don't ever want to brush over that. I don't ever want to be someone who doesn't say, yeah, this year has been really hard and we can still work on our mindset. We can still work on our energy. We can still get ourselves to a place where we are energetically moving in the right direction. I've had a couple of clients who have talked to me or DM'd me and they said, you know, Emily, it feels really weird because I'm actually doing really well and business is good. And I kind of feel bad because I don't want to talk about it because other people are having a tough year. They're having a tough time. Sales don't look good for them. Listen, I've been an entrepreneur for 10 plus years now. And what I've learned is that there's ups, there's downs, there's hard times, there's good times. And when it's good, you got to keep it rolling and you got to figure out what's working and staying on top of being in a good place mentally, emotionally, spiritually is so important. And, you know, my feedback to these these women that are doing really well is I'm, I've just said, cherish the fact that you're doing well and recognize that that's been a lot of hard work mindset wise business-wise, like you've put in the work, you deserve what you're getting because it is fully earned for you, fully. And with people who maybe aren't in the same situation, give them ideas, lift them up, pray for them. Not everyone has the same baggage and brings the same traumas and troubles that you might to your situation. And I think we're all working on 
our stuff. You know, I've seen more ads for therapy and therapists lately uh, than ever, ever, ever before. I do want to throw this out there because in the middle of writing my mindset book, I'm very conscious and aware when we're talking about things that are tough to add in sidebars or areas where I say, hey, listen, don't forget to go get help if you need it. Call your doctor get a therapist. If you don't have access to that stuff, reach out and look up in your area. There are community and low cost sliding scale therapists that do offer services. And I know they're busy right now. It's, it's a really rough time of the year, but uh, I do want to encourage you need help that is beyond mindset work, that is beyond what I can teach you from a business perspective and a mindset perspective. If you truly you know, are in a place where you're like, I need some mental health help, do not hesitate to reach out for that. I have been in therapy all year, every week religiously, and I think it has been one of the tenets of why my year has gone really well for me. Besides you guys, obviously, but, you know, there's a lot of personal stuff going on behind the scenes over here. You know, we're dealing with pandemic stuff in different ways than maybe you are. And I really have to say that therapy has been a huge win for me this year in terms of just keeping myself feeling steady and having someone to triangulate off of, having someone to bounce off of what's going on, right? All of that said, <laughs> let's talk about how to continue to end the year strong. So we may start to move into bi-weekly podcasts going into 2021. This year, we slid right into every week podcast because we had the content and we had a lot going on. And what we've realized is, you know, we've got a lot of clients on the roster. We've coached hundreds of people this year, incredible people. And maybe you're one of those people. And, you know, we want to devote uh, more time to clients and content development and things like that. So bear with us here as we go through some changes in the way my company is sort of growing and shifting. And, you know, we're hoping next year to bring back retreats, uh, at least one retreat, some events. 2021 is definitely going to look really different. This year we dug deep into uh, really supporting you guys through podcasts and YouTubes. If you haven't checked out my YouTube channel, please do that. It's it's bit.ly forward slash Emily YouTube. And I've been producing content weekly over there as well. The podcast will most likely go to every other week in 2021, but I highly encourage you to just make sure you're on my YouTube channel because I do come out with stuff there every single week. Ending the year strong, just as I'm talking about doing, I want you to start to look at your business and start to really dig into what brought you joy this year and what didn't. What do you want to shift going into 2021? What do you want to get rid of? What do you want to do more of? I'm going to be going over a lot of this stuff in my CEO goals masterclass. If you haven't heard about it, jump into the Facebook group or jump on my Facebook page and check it out. We'll put the link down in the show notes too for that uh, because I'm going to be going through a lot of this stuff. How do you actually analyze your business? How do you actually look at the data and use it to make positive changes in your business for the next year? And these are tips that, yeah, we're going to look at the year, but you could be doing this every single month. And realistically, this is what I do with my masterminds and my one-on-ones every single month. We look at their data. We look at their business. It's always a data check-in as much as it is marketing, assortment, all that jazz. Uh, but if you're not looking at your numbers, you really need to be because there's a lot to be learned from them. You can have as many followers, as many likes on your posts as you want and as many sales as you want, but it's all a formula that all fits together. And that's what I'm going to be teaching in this class is how to put all these numbers together. So you actually do grow year over year. So it's going to be best for someone who has some data. You've been in business at least a month minimum, I would say, 
as much as three to six months. Um, I want you to have some numbers behind you so that we can actually analyze them. This won't be a good class for you. If you're brand new or you're thinking about starting next year, this just isn't the masterclass for you. You know, we've got other things for you, but this is really uh, for people who want to get into their numbers and get comfortable with it. Listen, I think as women, we are not necessarily always trained to love math. I think as humans, we're not trained to love math. Let's take the gender out of it. You know, I want you to really love retail math because it's fun and and I love it. And I want to pass that passion on to you. In that class, we're going to go through a lot of this stuff. But I do think it's important just from an energetic standpoint to start looking at things that this year really drained you. Where do you need more help? Where do you need support? Uh, What do you want to stop doing? You know, whether that is having people not DM you. I have a very solid boundary around DMs on Facebook. I do not accept them. If you've ever tried to send me one, I haven't replied. (laughs) Sometimes we'll see something really urgent or sort of strange and my assistant will reply, but my DMs are reserved for clients and for family. I really don't use it for business development. And a lot of people would say that's a mistake and that's just a boundary I draw. I don't really want to have communication there. It will get lost. Here's what I'll tell you. If you email us, it won't get lost. I have help. I have support. But when I'm on the phone for eight hours a day, the last thing I want to do is go into my DMs, you know? And, and if you're like that too, listen, no matter how much I love people and I, I love working with you guys, you've got to have boundaries. And I think that's a big thing we started to learn this year. And I think in 2021, it's going to be a bigger, more potent kind of topic because boundaries are what set you apart in your business. They are what drive your energy. So if you're doing things that are draining your energy, like having DMs, that are constantly popping up and you're constantly having to talk to you, change it over. Set a boundary. Do something different. Operate just through email or, you know, vice versa. Or you don't like email, tell people not to email you. Tell them to DM you. What's draining your energy and what's going to bring you joy? That's what we're shifting into, okay? As we move into these last days, inventory-wise. So we talked energy-wise. Let's talk inventory-wise. What do you need to get sold? What do you need to start ordering for January? pre-orders, some spring colored things. Maybe you're not even there yet. You're like, I just, Emily, I need to get through the next two weeks. What do you need to get sold? Let's get serious about selling it. If you have hats, if you have gloves, if you have really winter rust, burgundy, olive green, you know, colors that are truly fall and winter, you got to get those out the door. So I don't care what it takes. If it's a buy two for a discount, if it's 20% off, if it's a new year's Eve sale, get rid of it. Okay, this is your time to just go hard on getting rid of all your fall and winter stuff because the minute January 1st comes, people, as much as yes, they don't necessarily want shorts and t-shirts because I'm in Massachusetts, it's cold here. We do want spring colored items. We want lavenders, we want lilacs, we want florals, uh, we want white and blue stripes. We want it to feel spring, but be warm items. So sweaters, long sleeves pants, joggers, all that jazz. Inventory-wise, let's try to get you down. If you feel like you're in a good spot inventory-wise, fine. Leave it at that. You know, I have clients we've been working all year on getting inventory down. They're like, Emily, I really don't have much to sell off. I'm like, great. Perfect. So what do you need for spring? What do we need to start thinking about for January? Okay. That's where your head needs to be at inventory-wise. In terms of customers, wrap up those invoices, wrap up those last minute gift items, let people know that, you know, maybe they can do a porch drop off. Maybe you want to put together a few gift sets, gift packages, have them wrapped, have them ready to go at your front door, whether you're brick and mortar 
Or if you're online, swing by, you can pick it up at our warehouse. You can pick it up on our porch. Making gifting easy for your customers is something that's really important to think about. You may also want to run a gift card sale the last week. That's easy, easy gift. I know my husband and I are not so great at putting together kind of our Christmas list for our families. So at this point, you know, my mom's like, you're getting gift cards. Just send me where you might want them. (laughs) Do that, you know, let people know you have gift cards, show them how easy it is, whether it's just doing a screen recording on your phone and showing them how to actually check out and do a gift card and print it. You know, a lot of people aren't totally comfortable navigating that. And I think gift cards are really low hanging fruit in terms of what you're really able to sell that last week before Christmas. So we're kind of lucky this year. We've got Christmas day landing on a Friday. And so you've got Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and some of Thursday, I think really to move through some, some last minute items, some gift items. So don't hesitate to market those. Don't hesitate to let people know those are available. They're easy gifts, no brainer. Now, also in terms of customers, I've been talking to some clients about this this week, but in terms of your VIPs, you know, you can actually go ahead and look in Shopify. I know for sure. And actually this is in common sold as well. You can pull your top customers by sales and dollars spent. Those people, they've spent a couple thousand dollars with you, a thousand dollars. You know, you've got to figure out sort of what your cutoff is depending on your total revenue. Can you send them a gift card? Can you even just send them a handwritten note? Honestly, a handwritten note is so nice. You don't have to necessarily give a gift, but you could do some kind of sliding scale gift card or coupon or something nice. Maybe you even have some leftover inventory. You know their size, you know what they love, and you want to just throw it in a bag uh, with a handwritten note saying thank you. Those VIP customers, remember, it is so much easier to love on the people who've already spent money with you give them really nice things, like treat them really well, because most likely they're going to come back. It's always less money to keep a customer than it is to acquire a new one. So it's a great time of year to say thank you, a great time of year to really pamper those VIPs. The last piece is you. How are you going to finish the year strong? I really want to encourage you to take time off to rest. Maybe the weekend of January 1st, 2nd, Maybe you're taking off Christmas Eve through Monday. Maybe you're having people work at your store, you know, that whole week between Christmas and New Year's. I really want to encourage you to celebrate your year and rest. Take time off. There's always going to be more work in January. And I guarantee you, if you can just, even if it's taking two days off in a row, that is going to be so awesome for your energy levels. You're going to have new ideas. You're going to really, it's going to be a huge benefit for you. So please, please, please try to take some time off over that last part of the year. I always love at the end of the year to do two lists. So one is an accomplishments list where I write down everything I've accomplished in the year. And I want to be honest with you. This is not, it has nothing to do with money. It has nothing to do with followers. It's what did I do this year? And did I accomplish that improved my life, that brought me more joy, that filled me up emotionally, spiritually? That is the accomplishments that matter to me. That is a big piece of my success is not necessarily always looking at money and things and status. It's really looking at the quality of my connections, the quality of my clients, 
my client retention rate, things like that. That's way more fun for me to look at than, oh my gosh, I hit this many followers on YouTube or Facebook, whatever. Those are great. (laughs) Those metrics are important. But in terms of accomplishments, being someone who is, you know, in her late 30s now, it's just, it's not about money and status. (laughs) It's about how much time did I spend with my family It's about how many days did I have off? How many people was I able to support either through my services or through my employment? We as business owners get to do so much and impact so much in the world. Uh, I think it's really important at the end of the year to quantify that and have a page in your journal that allows you to list that out. For me, that's when it becomes a reality. I'm really good at getting a lot of things done all day and then feeling like I didn't do anything, Uh, but I did, right? And so whenever I write things down, it really puts things into perspective where it's like, okay, I did this. It's real. It's on this piece of paper, so it must be real. I also, as I'm doing that, love to think about what my goals for 2021 are. You know, what are some big ideas that I really want to implement? What are some big projects that I want to finish or complete or start? I think that it's really, really easy in the moment to get caught up in what needs to get done today, what needs to get done this hour, this month, whatever. But for me, as I grow this business, as I've grown other businesses, it's really always been about what's the big picture? What's the big vision? And what am I doing to sort of baby step my way there because I know that I can't build an empire overnight. And if anyone ever tells you you can, like, don't listen to them. That's just not true. It won't be high quality. And most likely there'll be some holes in the plan. So, you know, what are you doing as you zoom out big picture wise to really get to that next vision, move to that big goal? I um, have a client who this year, you know, one of their goals is to build a house for their family. She's younger, you know, and this past year they bought some land. It's awesome. The land is great. I have a couple clients actually, now that I'm thinking of this, that are like, I want to build a house, a lake house or, you know, a family home. And the first step is buy the land, you know, get there, hold, get onto the land. Okay. Next step, start putting that vision board together of who do you want to work with? How, what do the rooms want to look like? What's the style? All that, right? You don't have to build your big dream overnight. And I'm just going to keep reminding you that because honestly, there are ways to grow. There are ways to grow fast. There are ways to grow slow. But if you're improving every single day, if you're putting the effort in every single day, eventually that dream business gets built. That dream home gets built. That lake house gets built. It's coming. It's for you. It's meant for you. And whether it takes you one year or 10 years, as long as you keep your eye on the prize and and your eye on that goal, you will get there. And I'm just, I'm here to remind you that, that I think there's a lot of black and white on the internet right now, especially in in Facebook groups. There's a lot of like, it's either slow or it's amazing or (laughs) it's wonderful or it's terrible. And as my therapist reminds me, there's a lot of gray area. There's a lot of shades of gray and whatever your shade of gray looks like, it's perfectly meant for you. It's your perfect shade of gray. So I'll be back with one more podcast at the end of the year, but I hope you'll uh, consider joining the, the CEO masterclass, boutique CEO goals masterclass. Uh, we'll put the link in the show notes, but I'm really going to dive in and we're going to take a really holistic look at how to build your business next year by using the data that you have from 2020 and maybe even further back to set yourself up to 
really grow in 2021 in a way that feels good to you in a way that's honoring each piece and part of your business uh, so that we're not just focused on sales every day because sales are great, but there's a lot of other stuff going on. All right. Well, I hope you have a great Christmas. I hope you're having a great Hanukkah if you celebrate Hanukkah. And I will see you right before the new year if I don't see you in my goals masterclass. I'll see you back here on the podcast right there at the end of the year that last week. I hope you and your family are doing well. I hope you're healthy. I hope you're safe. I hope you're happy. Uh, And I will be thinking about you a lot over the holiday season and celebrating everything that we've all gone through this year. Uh, It's a wonderfully reflective time of year. So I hope that you are enjoying every moment spent with people that you love. Here's to making lots of friends and making lots of money. Did you love this episode as much as I did? Head over to iTunes and rate and review the Boost Your Boutique podcast so more amazing and creative boutique owners like you can find out about it. And don't forget, head over to boostyourboutique.com to learn more.